Welcome to the family with Rob Toy Basham, MD Hackmaster, Alex Rappenard Rasmussen, co host Catherine Brandt, Andy Rappenard, and Officer Dave. Love the fact we have a doctor and a cop in studio. That's not good news. That's not it? good news, no. Bad news. <laughs> when you have a cop, how tall are you? 6'4. And how much you weigh? I stepped on the scale this morning, it was 315. Okay, yeah. six four three fifteen. So if I get out of line, he's going to beat and the he, piss out of me, and the doctor's yeah. going to have to bring me back to life. That's <laughs> oh, a good thing for you. He's got, <laughs> yeah. he's got about a thirty inch waist, so you know. Keep yeah, your, exactly. you know. It's, not, it's not like hanging over his belt. That's for sure. There you go. We shall be right back. So don't piss anybody off today. We'll either have the doctor inject you and put you to sleep, or hey. we'll just have Officer Dave put I think you. Think that to might sleep. go against I the Hippocratic oath. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I we both took the Hippocratic oath. I oh, took a different true. version. That is true. Became an there you go just in general yeah. all right we'll be right back with the family uh, michael bryant brad sean bryant what's the latest uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own we're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries how many people are out there in different not in the law business that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them well adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files so based upon that they do what they have to um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it and what I always say is this if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense they'd have them come see us you know and that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we provide a unique experience for our business banking customers that can't be found at the big banks. Our customers appreciate our high-touch, high-tech approach where they get all the benefits of working with a local bank. Our team will get to know your business and its unique challenges while still offering all of the online and mobile banking options you will find at the big banks. Also, when your business banks with North American Banking Company, you'll be working with an experienced team of lenders who know this marketplace and will be ready to help your business capitalize on any opportunity or solve any problem. You add it all up, North American Banking Company is a better banking experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, you uh, do mind if I jump in here? Well, Tommy, if you feel the need, go ahead. <sighs> Amateurs, why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know when our guest's ready to go, Andre. He is ready. Andrew. Aaron Sagers, how you doing, Aaron? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Marvelously well. That's all I have to say. It's uh, going to be 85 and sunny today. It's June. What more could you ask for, right? It's so perfect, and it's it's nice to be able to get outside now. And, and man, I'm so excited for summer and for summer entertainment. And where are you, Aaron? Where where are you living? Well, I'm based in New York City, but right now I'm on the road a little bit, and I'm visiting a town called Oak Island in North Carolina, and it's a great little beachy spot. Oh, oh somebody's on vacation working on the phone. Is that the plan, Aaron? 
I wouldn't call talking to you work. I would say this is part of the vacation. <laughs> I, I've always liked you, Aaron. Let me just point that out. Aaron Sagers, ladies and gentlemen, topics of discussion are too too many to name. A lot to talk about this morning. Very sorry, and I did mention by the way because most people would know who this is. But Dick Irvesty, who is a Minnesota boy, uh, grew up in Richfield, born and raised in Richfield, Minnesota. He died yesterday at the age of only 66. One of the great voiceover talents. He was a guy on the NFL uh, Fox uh, Fox NFL show, I believe it was. But uh, Dick is a long time known him since we were both teenagers, and he unfortunately passed away. And then, of course, uh, just. Uh, a couple hours before that, Ned Beatty died. Aaron, I always loved Ned Beatty. What a great guy. Yeah, and, and let me just say, as far as uh, uh, Dick goes, like he also <clears throat> carved out a, a lot of space in the video game realm yep. as yep. A, with Grand Theft Auto and the Death Race video game. So, um, yeah, he was, he was really, he made a mark uh, all across the industry. But, yeah, yes, did. Ned Beatty... <laughs> sadly passed away and it's funny he's one of those actors that he had done so much and everybody sort of has that different role that they love about him you know he was called the busiest actor in Hollywood at Mm -hmm. one point so whether you love him as Otis from Superman and Superman 2 (laughs) or from (laughs) Network for which he was nominated for an Academy Award or even Deliverance, which really put him on the map, and 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 that's a, an intense movie, of course. But he's he's done so much. All the President's Men, like really, man that made a mark as well in the movie industry. And he lived until the age of eighty-three, but just passed away a couple of days ago. One of my favorite memories of Ned Beatty. I do a morning show in town as well, Aaron. And uh, Ned Beatty came in to do the show one day a few years, well, several years ago now, I guess it is. We're sitting there talking, just the nicest guy in the world, on the air, off the air, just a very, very pleasant guy. So we're on the air, and I'm talking to him, and I said, Ned, I just love your work, man. You're an inspiration. Every time I watch you, I go, man, I should get into acting. He goes, no, you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Ned Ned is a great guy. I, I was lucky enough to run into him a few times, just a very nice man. That's that's excellent. Yeah, he, he really did come across as just this jovial person, so full of life and and joy and and you know, he he played the the villain of uh, I believe it was Lotso Bear in Toy Story Lotso, yeah. three. Yep. And and even that was like it, it was actually a pretty intense character, but you're still like, oh well, it's Ned Beatty, so of course I want to, I want to hug Lotso Bear because <laughs> <laughs> it's Ned Beatty. That's exactly right. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. Was it? Was it Ned Beatty that asked? Uh, God, who the hell was it in the Superman movie? I think it was Ned Beatty. Said something like, uh, "Yo, know, you and I got a lot in common." And it was, uh, it was Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. It was yep. Gene Hackman. You got a lot in common. He goes, actually, we don't. I've got an IQ over 200. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember that line. Well, it was great. Yeah. I, I loved Otis. That was really my, oh, my yes. first introduction yep. in that baby. But he was this lovable but still villainous sidekick slash henchman. And really, you know, it, it, he, he added such character to these excellent films to those first two excellent films but it also looking back kind of makes you think of the old goons from the batman 1966 yeah. series you yeah. know yeah. so he was so great as otis so that was my first exposure to him i could understand that aaron sager's our special guest ladies and gentlemen we're talking about ned Beatty passing away the next three people we're going to talk about are all uh, aaron i have to ask you this are people ever going to burn out on these superhero movies? Because that's all there is now. They're just superhero movies. That's everything. I think that, like, with all trends, whether it's the Westerns, and I believe we spoke about that before, yeah, all we, trends, yeah, we have. maybe they have their moment and fade away. But, but I also think that when we have so many streaming platforms and so many places sure. where 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 content, I hate using that word, but where content is being delivered to people, it means that there's just a lot of everything for everyone. So these film these this genre is probably not gonna go away. It's probably going to evolve 
in ways that will be comic book based and superhero based, but perhaps get a little bit more nuanced. And we've seen that with sort of the with movies like Deadpool or TV shows such as The Boys or Invincible, where it kind of starts getting more adult and a little bit more serious in tone and going in different directions. I think the superhero glut is just a symptom of CGI getting better and more accessible every year for the past, what, 40 years? Because, I mean, if you think about it, in the, like, golden age of superhero movies and shows, if you look back at it, it's like, you know, that's obviously a guy hanging from some wires with a fan blowing at him. (laughs) Whereas now, it's like they can show things that you literally, you could never do with practical effects. Right. So it's like, you know, you got this great CGI technology, how am I going to use this to the best effect? Well, a superhero movie. There's really no other option. Well, you're right, and I mean, the the thing that comes to mind, this is now my second Batman 1966 reference, but yeah, we're no longer having uh, Adam West and Burt Ward uh, scale uh, across a, a <laughs> <Yeah>. window <laughs> side, but that also means that we sadly don't get, uh, you know, cameos from uh, Jerry Lewis or yes. Jamie Davis Jr. poking their head out there. Love you, babe. That yeah, was phenomenal. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, too, Aaron, is the fact I'm sitting in a room now, my wife, our son, our daughter, three superheroes, but then I have to my right a doctor and to my left a cop, so I'm surrounded by superheroes today, Aaron. <laughs> That is true. They, the true superheroes. That's and, true. Um, you know, a lot of good <laughs> stories to be told about them as well. There's no question about it. So you got Jamila Jamil. Now is that that's the same woman who's working with the guys uh, the um, on the game show, right? And Jamila Jamil's oh, doing the game right. show, yeah, right? She's on the game show. Yeah, she's hosting a game yeah. show now. Yeah. Yeah, she is, but she I think is probably she's become she really kind of made a name in the industry with the good place. Right. The series that ended just last year, I believe. But that's that's where she kind of became somewhat famous but she's going to be appearing in the new disney plus series set in the marvel universe the marvel cinematic universe it'll be she hulk now she hulk is you know spoiler alert like hulk except it's his cousin <laughs> and, and it is and she's she's a lawyer but as opposed to bruce banner she doesn't she doesn't switch out of Hulk form. She just remains in Hulk form, but she's not consumed with rage in the same way that Bruce Banner uh, was, which would trigger him into the Hulk. So she she goes through life as a lawyer, a super lawyer, but also a superhero, and she will be played by Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, but she will be facing off against the villainous Titania who will be played by Jamila Jamil. Yeah, it's good. it should be pretty interesting. I don't know a whole lot about her, but I understand she's pretty damn talented. She is, and what I really love about this, I mean, I think that this is, look, the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe since 2008, that's really why superhero movies are dominating the industry, because Marvel, owned by DC, came along and just made billions upon billions of dollars with these shows and, well, with the movies and then now these shows on Disney+. Plus. But something they've really shown is that they, they can do really interesting stories, whether it's playing with sitcom tropes with WandaVision or, or She-Hulk, which is going to have a comedic element to it, but they can also attract these great talents, and they're doing really interesting making interesting casting choices. So that's what really fascinates me. And I'll tell you what, like, even if you don't, even if you are not familiar with She-Hulk, do not dismiss a Marvel project, you know, a Disney Plus Marvel project, because these guys know what they're doing and it shows based on the billions of dollars they're making. Now, Aaron, I need you to turn to me in the future. You've got my phone number because I am a great predictor of success in uh, in television shows very quickly. I do want to get back to Kevin Smith in a second, Master of the Universe. But I, I have to mention, um, no matter what the show is, if I like it, 
it will be canceled. So uh, an example of that would be Hellstrom, it would be Prodigal Son, it would be Clarice. Uh, it wasn't canceled, but e, uh, 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 Mayor of Easttown is, is over. I, there, there's no way that's coming back, is there, Aaron? That, 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 there's no way. That I haven't it. heard whether or not Mayor of Easttown is coming back for a, another season. Um, but I, I do think... Actually, I do think it is coming back. I think God, we're going to be so. seeing some more. So. Yeah, I, I think it'll be coming back it, it, because it was successful enough that they'll probably bring it back. And HBO and HBO Max, you know, they're they're kind of feeding that content mill. But yeah, a lot of I mean, that's the nature of the of you know. I just saw that this show called Manifest, which I found to be yeah. fairly enjoyable science fiction, that was just canceled after three seasons, right. and. You know, but if if people aren't tuning in, I don't know. But apparently, you weren't getting the word out enough, so maybe no, you no. weren't getting, you weren't doing your job about being a fan of those shows. You would think mentioning it on, on you know one of the highest rated morning shows in America might might help, but apparently it's like yeah, well Tom sucks, so never. I'm not watching what he watched. Forget it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. That's all there is to it. But um, I, I am hoping because these places, I, I, I'm assuming that Claire East and Prodigal Son and Hellstrom are all looking for new places. But there are no takers so far, so it's not looking good. And yet, you have these examples, and this is just another fascinating element of, of the the media landscape we live in now. You have these examples of shows that were that did go off the air, and then were picked up by other right. networks, and and. The big example right now that I can think of is Lucifer, which uh, I believe it was on Fox and then has had this massive impact on Netflix. And it's really, the, uh, it's so cliche to say it's the fans, but it really is because when people take to social media, when they make a show trend, when they make their voices heard, well, that can translate into viewership, into, into people that are going to actually tune in or, or stream and hit play. So that's what's bringing these shows back and keeping them alive. So you know, so maybe Prodigal Son, maybe there is additional life to it. Maybe Manifest, possibly there's more life to it, or even Clarice or Hailstrom, I think not so much, because I think that's more of a um, how the sausage is made, Disney Plus and Hulu kind of thing. I think yeah. that one's done. Yeah, you're probably right. Look, I mean, like I said, just get me to watch it. If you want something canceled, just tell me to tune in. It'll get canceled, I guarantee. I, so if so, if and when I'm on a show, I will not be letting you know about it. No, Aaron, do not tell me to watch it because I'll destroy the whole idea. That'll be just. It'll be. Do you think that Aaron? Do you think that people are getting a little worn out from all the procedural television there's been in the last five years, something like that? I mean, I think it's even been longer than five years, yeah, and I'm has, thinking of... You would think so, and yet you have shows like NCIS that can continue right, right. to tr you know, truck along, even though I think they're, they just wrapped up the NCIS New Orleans, but these shows keep on going. I, I really think it is a matter of there is a lot of a lot out there, quite frankly. So mm -hmm. as long as you're carving out enough of an audience to pass whatever threshold of viewership that the network or streaming service wants, you can survive. And, and, and quite honestly, we don't even quite know what the ratings are with shows on Netflix and right. the streaming platform. Right. So we're, we can't even, we don't know whether it's, they call it a success or not, but we don't know. We don't see the same kind of Nielsen ratings as we used to with standard network television. No question about it. Now, very quickly, I do tune into Canadian procedural television once in a while, Canadian dramas, because I just want to hear a cop say to a criminal, You're going to jail and you're never getting oot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it when I hear him say that. You're never going to get oot of jail. Uh, Kevin Smith is the next name on the list, Masters of the Universe. Kevin Smith is one pleasant human being. I've talked to him several times. He's a great guy. I agree. I've, I've also had the fortune of interacting with him a lot throughout the years. Sure. And he's a, a heck of a human being, but also just a, a big nerd and a big fan. <laughs> and, and I love that. I love that we're, because that means 
through his success, he's able to basically work on projects that appeal to him as a nerd, as someone that grew up with all these things. And, and that's what leads to his current project, which is Masters of the Universe. It's coming back, the He-Man show. Love it. Masters of the Universe Revelation. We, we've known that, he was, that he's been working on this, but just a couple days ago, we did get the trailer for this revival, which will be airing on Netflix. Now, this is going to be not, a, not necessarily a continuing series. We know we're at least getting sort of this mini-series revival. But based on the trailer, this looks like an updated but still recognizable and very familiar He-Man that a lot of kids like me grew up with. And, and, and not only that, but we have Mark Hamill taking on the voice of Skeletor, Ooh. which is just brilliant. I agree. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I like Mark Hamill. I always have. He's got a lot of talent, he that's does. for sure. Yeah. He does indeed, no question about that. Everyone likes uh, the Dark Knight Joker, but Mark Hamill's Joker is always going to be the best one to me. Yeah. No. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I mean, can you imagine outside of just Star Wars, that would be enough. If you yeah, were involved in Star Wars, obviously that's enough. But to have to make a mark with two, make a mark, pun intended, with yeah. two yeah. iconic yeah. characters. Yeah, like he is a Joker. I'm sure that's happened to you before. Yeah, well, you might think that's true, but you're Aaron. I guarantee you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Sure, we'll we'll go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for moving the show forward, Aaron. I really appreciate it. Uh, Black Widow is coming back now. Again, we're talking about uh, you know Marvel, She Hulk. We're talking about Masters of the Universe. Now we're talking about Black Widow. A lot of superheroes, man. A lot of superheroes, but the other element to this, so we we saw, we just received another teaser for Black Widow, which is going to be coming to both Disney Plus for, I believe, a premium cost, of course, as well as movie theaters, and this will be happening, I believe, on July 9th, and what is just so remarkable about this is that we're seeing the return to theaters, the return oh, of major God. movie releases to theaters. Now we've seen them throughout the throughout the lockdown and pandemic, but not the major major tentpole movies. Those have been not arriving in theaters. And in fact, Black Widow was supposed to come out more than a year ago. So the fact that it's arriving, this is big news. And I really think, I really think that movie theaters are coming back. I really think that God, I hope the so. movie theater industry is coming back after ticket sales dropping by like 80% in 2020. Yeah. We're, we're going back to the theaters. We're going back to the cinema. I love them. I love going to a movie theater, getting my popcorn like when I was a little boy. Uh, one thing I, I do miss, Aaron, and most people hate it, but I, I grew up with it, so I love it. I grew up with people talking back to the screen. I grew up in an inner city neighborhood, and I just <laughs> loved when people talk back to the screen. I, I think it's phenomenal. Not too much. I think there's like yeah, there's certain movies where where I think it it works better, where I enjoy yes. it more. But yes. overall, that shared experience yep. of being in that that theater and laughing and making that little quip or whatever, that just that energy of everybody being in it together, I love that. No, there's no question about it. It's just so many great memories out there. Well, actually, Catherine, you talk back to the screen when we're watching movies at home. At home, yes. She, she talks. <laughs> my wife talks back to the screen, which I do. Just at home, not in the movie theater. You know what she does, though, Erin? I'm so glad she doesn't do this in movie theaters. Because when we're <laughs> sitting at home, we got a, like a movie theater in our, in our house, and we have the theater seats. So her feet are up, my feet are up, and when she gets scared, her right leg goes straight up in the air. It's the weirdest thing you've <laughs> she ever seen. Hits you too. And she punches you in the arm. That's it. When she gets yeah. up, the leg goes up, and then you get punched. That's it's why I just phenomenal. throw a blanket over my head so I don't hurt people. There you go. Well, I mean, my two thoughts with that is I'm really glad you're not doing that in movie theaters. Yes. Also, oh, no. 
that could be considered. If I ever assault. visit you guys, I'm going to be sitting a couple rows down. I yeah, think sit, uh, out of sit, out of like range, leg range. Yeah, Aaron, sit to sit to my left. She sits to my right. You sit to my left. You'll be safe. I'll okay, take all the punches. I appreciate that. I'll take all the punches. Now, I, I got to ask you about a quiet place part two because I did not care for the first movie. And Aaron to explain to you. I think you and I have talked about this before, but. If you can talk by the waterfall, then build your house by the waterfall, right? <laughs> right? I, I, I think I think you might me. be onto something. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, just, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, the shipping well, of goods to the waterfall because that would cause noise. I don't care. At least you wouldn't be talking. But, just do but it one go by four at a time. It's quiet. Yeah, but anytime yeah. they leave their house, they're at risk of. Dying immediately. Well, they go to the waterfall all the time, though. Dream come Not true. I'd time. never leave my house. <laughs> sit at home and watch TV and watch Catherine stick her leg up in the air. It'd be phenomenal. <laughs> be fantastic. Look, you should, we should call up John Krasinski and point out this uh, this fatal flaw. Yeah, except for the fact he's already made 120 million bucks off it, so I probably won't tell him there's a fatal flaw in his movie, his new movie. Probably not. <laughs> but you're right. It is. It is the first movie. To cross the one hundred million dollar yep. mark oh at the U.S. box office huh. during the pandemic era, like we, yep. and again, this speaks to the idea that this is this is back. And what's funny that the the cinema is coming back. But what I love about it is this was again this this was not a movie that streamed. It was not released on um, you know in theaters as well as on a stream platform. It went to theaters first and only and later it'll appear on streaming on the paramount network i believe but what i love about this is that it also kind of works with this apocalyptic monster vibe because and they've even been promoting it for a year i know in new york there's been a billboard up for more than a year of a quiet place part two coming and and so the fact that everybody basically went quiet the world went quiet it was perhaps the most genius marketing yeah. plan uh, yeah. unintentionally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, can you stay with us for another t- uh, 10 minutes? I, I, I think we have you till noon, I'm hoping. Uh, I'll just take yeah, about, of course. A, about a two-minute break. We'll be right back with Aaron Sagers, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking Ned Beatty, Jamila Jamil, Kevin Smith. We're talking about Black Widow, of course. Talk about The Quiet Place. More coming up with Aaron Sagers right after this. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan's Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan's Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. 
There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Andy's rocking out over there. Yeah. Really kicking it into high gear. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Ralph's here. Officer Dave's here. Catherine, Andy, Alex, everybody's here. Aaron Sager's our special guest. We're talking about new movies coming out. We've talked about Ned Beatty dying. Jamila Jamil uh, uh, as a Marvel's She-Hulk villain. Kevin Smith's new movie, Masters of the Universe. We've talked about Black Widow. We've talked about A Quiet Place Part 2. We're loaded for bear. That's all. And by the way... Aaron, I am very, very happy. I love, and since I was a little boy, I've loved going to the movies, man. I just love going to a movie theater. What's, what's your snack of choice? Do you, you like popcorn? you go for the candy? Do you, do you pour uh, the, the Reese's Pieces into the popcorn? Oh, you know, all the above. Can I do that? <laughs> Can I go that route on you? I do love popcorn at a theater. I got, you know, I last few times I've gone, I have not gotten the popcorn because I've you know dropped a little weight in the last couple of couple of months, but I, I just um, the one thing I don't miss here, and I want to ask you quickly about this because Andy, who's here with us, our, our son, Andy and I went and saw uh, Jumanji. What about two years ago? That was Andy. Uh, no, this was like four years oh, ago. God, yeah, the original. Ago, yeah. I mean, not the original, but the the, the new Rock one, like the first. Yeah, rock that was one. wasn't that like twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't that long. Yeah, ago. they made another yeah. one last year. Yeah. Well, that's the one we went and saw. That was two. No, we yeah we saw the one the where they found a video game in the basement of a school oh, or something. Right. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah, one. yeah exactly. They, it well, was 2017. 2017. Okay. There is no way that movie we saw <laughs> was 27. There's no way that was six, five yeah, years ago. It was no four years. There ago. was the sequel in 2019, which was Jumanji: The Next Level. There you go. Yeah, but they don't find. Yeah. But they don't yeah. find it in the bottom. That's the first one is when they find what it in the basement of a school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He might be mixing up the movies. What's the one where Jack Black is a teenage girl or something? The first one. Well, yeah. well, there you go. Well, yeah, and, uh, and and that's the thing with both of them is that they. The, they they pop into the different character or the the teenagers pop into the different characters yeah. Uh, yeah. avatars yeah they're avatars yeah and the plus fact neither movie was very good so at all but anyway the problem my, problem I did have don't there like anything. is that we Andy we went it. Andy and I went to the movie we spent the twenty five dollars to get the seats that move with the movie you know some movie theaters got the seats that if a plane flies you're flying your chair moves back and forth like you're on the airplane. So we spent 25 bucks per seat to go sit in those seats. And then before the movie started, all these young 16, 17-year-old girls came and sat on the... Never paid for them. They just sat in the seats. And the whole time they were there, they were on their phones. So the entire theater was lit up. Mm-hmm. Are they ever going to put an end to that, Aaron, do you think? Well, there are some theater chains that are aggressively doing that. Good. The one that comes to mind is Alamo Draft House. Yes. And yep. they have locations yep. throughout the country. They're very strict about that. Phone, talking, you can you can even sort of discreetly uh, rat out your, your fellow <laughs> uh, movie theater patron. And they will, they will give them a warning. But, yeah, I do think that that is a problem that is being addressed and, and it should be because yes. you know your the $25 that you spent is just as valuable as the $25 they may have spent it doesn't theirs doesn't out, out, outweigh yours so right. your experience is also valid so they should be on top of that I, and I think you're going to see more of it because quite frankly the movie theater chains need people they need bust in yep. seats right yep. so yep. If people aren't going because they can just watch it at home and check their smartphone at home and put their feet up and potentially kick the air, I'm not naming names, but <laughs> they can do that. that's already tempting. So the theater needs to show that there's a worthwhile reason to come yes. to the cinema. 
Yeah, no question. And there's no question, by the way, Aaron, that those young girls, none of them paid the 25 bucks to sit where they were. They just moved into seats and sat there. Because nobody uh, was keeping an well, eye on Well, if you can do it, kids are going to do it. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's just that's how the whole it is. problem. The yeah. theaters have got to take charge and say, you can't do this. The one time, this is many years ago, probably 10 years ago, and saw, when did Mulholland Drive come out? When did that movie come out? According to oh, you, I six forget. months that ago. Was... <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. I know it was... 2001. 2001, I think, is okay, so when that one came out. 20 years ago, I go to the movie, and I'm sitting there by myself, and there are these three young guys who are about 20, 21, 22, and they're talking and talking and laughing and talking, just making all this noise, right? So I stood up and I said, shut the F up. Only I didn't say the F. I said the whole word. They came and got me and threw me out. <laughs> Because I dropped the F-bomb, which I understand. So unfair. I shouldn't have done used the <laughs> F-bomb. But I, I, they just, it's literally like this, too. Hey, did you see that scene? That was unbelievable, wasn't it, man? That was really great. Yeah. It's like, geez, I don't want to hear that, your commentary, all through the movie. What about singing well, along with songs in a movie? The hills are alive. I've been yelled at in a the movie theater music. for that before. For singing along? Yeah. Across the universe, I got yelled at for singing along. <laughs> well, don't sing along then. Aaron, do you sing along well, to the songs in the movie? I, you know, I don't sing along. I can understand with Across the Universe the temptation. However, <laughs> I feel like if they wanted me to sing along, I probably would have been cast in the movie. But yeah, the... I was in my mind. <laughs> it's the thing. You were, you were there. Yeah. You should have I was been. in it. I, I was with you, Alex. Yeah, see? <laughs> but it was walk the line, not across the oh, universe. Okay. Walk the I walk the line. Yep. Uh, but I give you, I, you know what? I think it's okay for Mulholland Drive for you to say, to drop an F-bomb. Because <laughs> first off, it's not like it was a Pixar movie. That's, no, that's, no, that's no movie it was not. was pretty, pretty intense. <laughs> but you should be able to, and I've done it as well. You know, it's just like, hey. I can't. You're, you're you're talking a little too much. Not just at the moments where right. a, a surprise moment where you're reacting. When you're actually talking throughout the entire thing, that is a conversation, and that's something you can have outside the theater. Yeah, exactly. Talk about the movie once you leave. Everything would be good. And, and, and it's just, I just don't know why you'd want to be that rude and just think about somebody else, because you also look. I, I had to learn to get used to people rattling the hell out of their popcorn bag because it used to come in buckets when I was a little kid, right? So there were no bags. Oh, yeah. But but now there are bags, and they just rattle the piss out of them. It's like, would you quiet down, for God's sake, right? You enjoy it longer it if you take true. it one kernel at a time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I My movie theater pet peeve, uh, in addition to the extended conversation, is... People that will, I don't, look, I'm not going to get, like, if you bring in outside food, I don't think you should, but if right, you do it, like, right. okay, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm certainly not without sin in that regard. However, there are certain things that make a lot of noise, like a crinkling bag or right. bag of Tostitos or whatever. But then also the the certain aromas oh. of certain kinds of food that fill yep. the entire theater that are not pleasant. Yep. That's when I'm just like, oh, come on. Let's get a little more sauerkraut on that bratwurst. Honest to God. Like, what some you... curried whitefish into the movie. <laughs> yeah, curried whitefish oh. into the movie. That's exactly it. I don't Like I said, Aaron, I, I love going to the movies I have since I was a little boy. Uh, we'd go visit my grandparents up in Long Prairie, Minnesota, the Long Prairie Theater. I'm just going to, it's a little 2,000 person town. It was just, it was a thrill. Growing up on West Broadway in North Minneapolis, there were three movie theaters there. Movie theaters have been a huge part of my life since I was a little boy, and I cannot wait. Well, we've been going anyway. Kath and I have been going to them um, every chance we get. Plus the fact I know the Marcus family and, and of course, Michelle Mann, the Mann Theaters. Michelle's a good friend, so I, I want to see them all come storming back. It'd be great. I, yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't think... I, I, I did not even think during the pandemic that movie theaters would go away, yeah. but sometimes if you have to shift your business model around a little bit, I think right. that that can be actually a challenging but good thing to step up the quality in some areas, not get complacent, offer a better experience for customers, and people will keep coming back. Even though you can watch watch at home, people will come for the experience. So 
I, I think that's the era that we're going to continually move into is hopefully is is improving the overall experience and making us all want to be there. Yeah, because I do want to be there. Aaron, do you have a website people can check it out, check out your opinions and do some reading on Aaron Sagers? I am all over the place, but yes, AaronSagers.com is a good place. And also, like everyone else, I am on social media, at Aaron Sagers on Twitter and Instagram and Aaron Sagers page on Facebook. And hey, people should reach out and say hi and let me know I don't know. I'd love to hear about other people's movie theater pet peeves. Yeah, see, that's that'd be a great uh, topic. You could come back on. We could talk about pet peeves because it's not just food. It's not just talking. It's not just the light on your phone. There are a lot of things that people do in theaters. Like, what are you doing? Put, first of all, put your shoes back on because your feet really stink. How about that? There right. You Keep your, keep your shoes on in movie theaters and on airplanes. Yeah. Yes, Please. on airplanes, absolutely. Aaron, you come back. Well, I'd love to talk more movies with you. Is there is there something coming up that you want to mention before we, we disconnect? Is there a movie coming up you're really looking forward to? Actually, I am really excited about uh, the Black Widow movie that's sure. coming up. So that, that's the thing that I'm pretty stoked about because I'm, I'm happy to get out there and see a Marvel movie in the theater. Big spectacle movie. And, of course, Fast and Furious, Furious 9, like, that's always great fun. So those are the ones I'm stoked about. Okay, Aaron, I want to close with we went and saw Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong or whatever. And I never thought that I'd leave a theater and go, what the hell was that? When Godzilla throws a rock at Kong and hits him, and Kong goes, ouch, are you kidding me? It was really? funny. God. The, this gigantic gorilla goes, ouch, really? I've said ouch. I'm a gigantic gorilla. Well, you're Come a gigantic gorilla. <laughs> you're, you're, you God, are a gigantic gorilla. Thank God That's you're not a critic, because the movie industry would just be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All movies suck. Yeah. Don't go oh, to any of them. You and Ralph. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you There's not a single movie man. Any, or TV show yeah, anyone would ever see. You can't just go with the flow. Hey, listen, just watch The Godfather can, and you're good. Good. <laughs> if I can suspend disbelief of a giant radioactive lizard and yeah. a giant right. fighting against one another i'm i'm gonna allow for one out yes one yeah, giant your, monster out plus your, it, it is internally consistent because they established that he can do sign language which means he has language processing skills right so hey there is there that all right, we'll close with this. When I was nine years old, Aaron Sagers, I went and saw the movie Girls, Girls, Girls with Elvis Presley. I was nine years old at the Broadway Theater in North Minneapolis. At nine years old, I looked at the screen and I said, I ain't ever going to be that handsome. <laughs> it really pissed me off, Aaron, I will tell you that. That was one good-looking boy, I'll tell you that, man. Uh, why he was the king still what, is and he still is the king Aaron come back soon I'd love to talk theaters I'd love to talk movies whenever you're available please come back thank you so much thanks for having me again and I look forward to it great pleasure thank you Aaron Sagers ladies and gentlemen AaronSagers.com so going around the table Ralph stop inter- interjecting so much would you please <laughs> keep your mouth shut what's your favorite movie of all time Oh, favorite! Oh, favorite movie. We're gonna go around the table. Favorite Sorry, movie of all Ralph. time: uh, the uh, first Dune. First Dune. Yep, favorite movie of all time. Is it Dune, the first movie? Isn't that like one of the biggest failures ever? On it was screen? one of the biggest failures, but so man, it is it is yeah, so sensual and so intense. It is hard. Or Waking Ned Divine. Yeah. Oh God, That's I love Waking Ned Divine. That's one of the best oh, movies ever. Waking Ned Divine. The plot of Waking Ned Divine probably was one of the best. I agree. Uh, over overall plots and wonderful whole kind of wholesome kind of twists to it, which I thought were very well done. Couldn't agree more. I love that. We got. I haven't seen that in a while, Catherine. We should watch it again. Should. And no perfect teeth. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Ireland, so you know. It's Ireland, <laughs> and local cast, so there was, it was, that was really well done. It was indeed. <laughs> Alex, favorite movie of all time? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, you love Breakfast at Tiffany's, that's true. Sure do. What was her name again? I always forget her name. Audrey Kate, Hepburn, Kate Hepburn or Audrey, Audrey Hepburn or something Hepburn. Hepburn. Are they related? No. They weren't related Catherine at Hepburn, all. yeah, they're like... Oh, they are? Like third cousins or Yeah, something, something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. so Breakfast Tiffany, Catherine. I can't do that. Yeah, what's, don't even ask me. You don't your... have a, one of your favorite movies. Yeah, one of your favorite movies. I did it. I did it. Yes, it's one of my favorite movies, yes. Catherine and Audrey were not at all related. I read in a book of hers that they were like third cousins. 
Well, I mean, they might have been, like, extremely distantly yeah. related. Yeah, they were somewhat related. Read in a biography about they're, her. They're, they're the both they're same female humans. That's the real. No, that they were like. So sure, ninety-nine percent of their DNA. Audrey's grandma's cousin's brother was Indeed. Catherine's. You know that kind of thing. So you can't come up with one that you I, know. I'm not good with favorite anything. I like what's a movie so that you really? Things. What's a movie husband. that you really like? <laughs> well, like I said, that, like, number two. The name one. <laughs> Oh, wow. The Godfather. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Yeah, Catherine's yeah, the Godfather. Up, up, up is one of my favorites. Up, That's way up there. Up is good. Up is, up really is definitely good a top. There you go. So Andy doesn't even want us to I ask him. Don't even bother. Yeah. I take 45 minutes to pick a movie when Melissa's like, let's watch a movie. And oh, it's, by so, the time oh I my pick, God, you're like your father. It's time to go to bed. That's, that's a, a, that's a, a, that's a, a, that's a man thing. That's a man thing. Because okay. Dan is, is the same way. When we decide to watch a movie, he'll just scroll through Netflix watching every single trailer oh of every random. Yep. And I'm like, can we pick a genre at least first? And he's like, well, no. Let's look at documentaries. Let's look at comedies. Let's look at through. I'm like, oh my God. And then it's And see, that's all that's all my wife is that's cheryl she oh, it's oh like we look gosh. at look at so I'll, I'll go through i'm like just tell me when to stop <laughs> yeah just because i'll watch any anything. information but, okay yeah. so you got five movies oh, yeah God. it's literally are you making the first up for five pink panther movies <laughs> I, I can first do that five uh, pink all the pink panther movies <laughs> see i mean done they're all so great done i'm i'm a huge fan of tombstone Great movie. That's a great movie, too. The movie Tombstone. Kurt Russell did such a good job. Val Kilmer was... Oh, God. You nerve-wracking sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Tyler, Madcap. Oh, God, I love that movie. You leave the shotgun. Great movie. (laughs) Oh, God. And then Godfather 1 and 2. Absolutely. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. See, it's manly men, like all That's the movies. And Goodfellas. Men, 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 Goodfellas. Is The Godfather 3 really that bad? Terrible. I've never it's seen it. It's terrible. It's so it's bad. bad, it should be ashamed of itself. It seriously is like, you know, the comparison of Star Wars to the Christmas Star Wars? It's like almost that bad. Star Wars holiday special. Nothing is as bad as the Star Wars holiday special. Godfather 3 those, it's really those bad. Are my top four. <laughs> All right, so you and I basically agree. Yeah, there you go. Gosh. It's a guy thing, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But Waking Dead Divine. Every, actually, every movie you guys mentioned. You know, I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. I, I haven't either. Understand? I've never what's seen the it. matter with you. I've heard it's really. I've good. I've introduced yeah. it to everyone I know because I'm an old lady and love. Isn't that the one where like some just... old woman is dying or something? No, nobody is dying. No one's dying. Nobody's done. What am no. I thinking? My favorite scene in movies. Tuesdays of, at Maury's or whatever? Yes. Tuesdays at Maury's, yes, <laughs> that's it. My favorite scene ever in a movie, and I will never get over it. I went with a friend who's no longer with us. And, well, 25 of the 30 kids I grew up with are dead, so that tells you. We go to this movie called The Stuff. It sounds it's bad. The Stuff. Well, anything like The Birds, the all that. The Birds is the fabulous. The stuff. The stuff's the called the stuff. We'll tell you what the stuff is in a second. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. The sure. mashed potato movie? Yeah, the bubbly uh, oh, the marshmallow yes, cream heard, movie. Yeah. yeah, it just starts oozing out yeah. of everything. Oh, I yeah. love oozing okay, movies. Here's a great part. Not. Mm. So here's how the thing starts. We're in the trailer, and I get there with my friend. Great. And I go to sit down. I've got a bag of popcorn in my right hand. Oh, excuse me. i got a large a Diet Coke in my right hand, a bag of popcorn in my left hand. I swing in to go get in the aisle hit a guy right in the head with both of them. Oh, um, it was like, bam! Too. What it wasn't kind like, of movement were you doing? When you're bigger than, than a small, True. you know, an average-sized person, you have to find all kinds of ways to move your body into an aisle that's that big. Yeah. Well, he also I was, does a lot of serpentining. <laughs> I was so happy when they, yeah, when they went to the theater seating, you know, the big lazy boys where I, oh. I don't have to turn sideways to walk down the aisle. See? Thank you. There yeah. you go. Well, you've yeah. seen Birch walk down an empty hallway and somehow He's... managed to knock something over. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Okay, well, so toenails are long, though. My favorite scene in the history of movies, <laughs> movie The Stuff Begins. And there's this old guy walking down a road, and he hears this bubbling noise. He looks over, and there's this, like marshmallow cream-looking stuff coming out of the ground, right? Just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. Like a little, you know, it's just bubbling on the ground so hot or whatever, right? We get it. He walks over and he looks down <laughs> Is at it. Is it bubbling or? Right? Walks down and walks over, he looks down at it. 
sticks down his right hand, grabs a scoop, and eats it. Okay. okay. There's your first mistake. You're going to eat pussy, yellow, white stuff no, coming out of the should, ground. You know what? You should not do that. Really? That's, you're going to eat it. Yeah. A word of advice. Uh, I'm surprised that advice. one of your favorite movies isn't The Angry Red Planet that used to make us watch. Oh, I used to love The oh Angry God. Red Every Planet. Every time you had, you were in your, in your cups. <laughs> in your cups. Here we go. Here. What's that other one? What's the oh recent one? But anyone that would talk to him, he'd be like, come over and watch this movie. The recent one. Oh, that's Things right. Things you do in Denver. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, no. The one with what's her face. Oh, my it's God. Like it's like it's new, new. <laughs> new, new. A new movie? No. No. Isn't it? No. Oh, it's not? Who's in it? Oh, what's my it about? God. Well, who's in oh, it? Oh, it was like. It's the one with the old lady. Older lady, what's her face? Ruth Gordon? Yes. That's oh, Where's Papa? Oh, where's my God. One of the greatest movies Anyone? of all time. Uh, I've been saying that for the past not 30 that years. Good. Look at him. Wait, you know what? Where's Papa? Hey, and the George Siegel you kicks like Ron Lieben out of the planet. car while he's wearing a monkey outfit, a gorilla outfit. <laughs> he it's kicks him out. He said, I don't want to talk to you anymore because they're on their way to see their mother, Ruth Gordon, who's dying. And George doesn't want to take care of his mother. He wants Ron Liebman, his younger brother, to do it. Ron won't do it, so he kicks the gorilla-suited Ron Liebman out of the car, and as the, the taxi's pulling away, Ron Liebman yells, I hope Mama never dies, you putz. <laughs> now that's funny. I can tell you that you've made me watch some of the worst movies I've like ever what? seen. Name one. Name okay. one. Uh, the telekinetic <laughs> tire movie. Rubber. Telekinetic. Rubber. Yeah. I don't think that was my choice. I'm pretty sure it was yours. I have Andy, Mom, and Natalie all as witnesses that you made us mm-hmm. watch a te- telekinetic tire movie. It was in Florida. Yes, I remember. We were all sitting there, years and we were like, "Are you kidding me?" It was about me? ten years ago. It was about ago. ten years no, ago. That was way more than I'd say, I can't at least. Ima- Tom, 15. I can't imagine you ever pick a movie like that. That, no. that, that make any <laughs> sense? Ten years ago, the reason well, I don't remember is because of glow. You're a saint for living with this, this criticism. You're yeah. a saint. And then I am. You're right. I'm a saint. You're a saint. Hundred percent correct. And then you'll—I'll talk to you on the phone, oh. and you'll be like, "Oh, mom and I watched this movie last night." Blah 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 blah. And then I'll talk to her on the phone like later in the day, and she's like, "Your dad made me watch the worst movie." You pick out the movies. Oh my kids. God! You're such a liar. You pick out whatever we watch. Oh, Harold and Maude. That's another one. Love Harold, Harold and Maude. Maude was pretty good. Harold, Harold and Maude. It was a weird Great hell, movie. But how do you not like Ruth Gordon? Don't be criticized. For I Ruth love Ruth Gordon. But the movies the movie, of that time yeah, were pretty were very, damn awful. They were very strange. They were, bad. They were terrific. <laughs> oh, the latest Great Gatsby with. Um, Leo, that, that's another one of my absolute favorite movies. Yeah. One of the best written books ever. Yep. And the, the movie Gatsby. just did such a good job of like capturing the same spirit of the book and kind of like making See, and that's it. See, another, that's another movie. It got panned by the critics. Did it? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. so good. What did? The Great Gatsby, Gatsby. the remake. Oh, did it get bad? Oh, it really got they banned. Hate, the critics hated, hated it. it. Did you ever read the book? It's Probably maybe not. Maybe the best written book of all time. <laughs> other than the Bible, book. of course, I suppose, but... <laughs> The no. Bible's got some stuff. <laughs> it's got some made Plot. up stuff in it. Very the Bible's got like oh, God, <laughs> many <laughs> different authors. We got to move on. It was written over the course of 600 years. So, I mean, whole mess. Yes. We got to take a break because Kristen Burt's up in a couple of minutes. Yep. We got Doc with us. We got Officer Dave with us. And now we're going to have Kristen Burt with us. What mm-hmm. could be better? <laughs> 